0: Welcome to the House of Worship Podcast. We hope you are blessed by today's message. For more information, visit our website at www.myhouseofworship.org. Can can I hear an hosanna from your home? Can I hear an hosanna Hosanna. from from your house? Can I hear an hosanna from wherever you are listening? Let the hosanna come across. Let the hosanna be so clear and crisp in the name of the Lord Jesus. I want to read this scripture and let us use it to pray. Jeremiah 1.8. And and God says to Jeremiah, Do not be afraid of anyone because I am with you to protect you, says the Lord. Now God is saying... He is with you, so don't be afraid of COVID-19. And he's not just with you, but he's going to protect you. And can you ask the Lord uh, of his company and ask him to do what he does as a savior? He's not just called Jesus a savior. He does what his name proclaims. He's still in the business of saving. So Jesus, we ask you to come accompany us, even as we go to work, come accompany us even as we deal in the nations and, and do what your name proclaims. Save us by being with us and defending us. For you are able to protect us, except you watch over us. Anyone who tries to watch over us watches in vain. And today we thank you that you are able to do this for us, our children, for our nations, for our community. Save us, Jesus. Save us, protect us. In the mighty name of Jesus. I I just want to add that we have a couple of uh, things coming up uh, from today. We're starting our our fast from Sunday to Saturday. And we're starting at 6 PM, and we want to cover the watches. We want you to uh, uh, join with us. Uh, you may have fasted already, but you can still fast some more. You can still join us. Uh, we have. Uh, you can go to our website. You'll find some prayer directives on my house of worship. Hit the tab that says prayer information, and you'll be right in. And during the watches, we'll be praying around uh, 6 p.m., 9 p.m., 12 a.m we skip that 3 p.m 3 a.m we jump right back into 6 a.m 9 a.m we move into 12 noon then we do 3 p.m and we land right back on the 6 p.m now we'll be doing it for 15 minutes increment, and it's such a wonderful time. The whole day is covered with prayer. We want you to join in, and what a time to get in on what God is doing in the midst of healing. And listen, for those of us, In the house of worship, our mandate for this month, uh, the theme for the month is the cross. The cross, the cross. And listen, uh, this is a time where we want to visit the cross. This is the time where we want to engage the cross. Now, when we talk about the cross, I want you to think about it in terms of it being also a verb. And when you say cross something, that means you are moving from one region to the other. So when you think about the cross, I want you to think movement. God is coming into your life in this season so that we move. We move from from bondage into liberty. There is movement. You are moving from a low state to a high state. Them that are down will come up. Say to to yourself, I'm going to cross. I'm going to cross. I'm going to cross. Now, it also means to X out. When you cross, uh, you X out in this season may things be x out out of your life and I love the word of God in Colossians two fourteen and 15 I want to read it to you it says having wiped out the handwritings of requirements that was against us which were contrary to us and he has taken it out of the way having nailed it on the cross Having disarmed principalities and powers and made a public spectacle ah. of them, triumphing over them. In it. So by the cross, there's an Xing out of whatever the enemy wants to do. I want to declare that anyone that has been afflicted by this COVID 19, I want to declare that by the power of the cross, there's an Xing out of its activity in your life. Listen, it also means marked for something. I want you to know that in this season, by the cross, you are marked for liberty. You are marked for liberty, marked for liberty. And let the powers of the 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 cross, via the blood of Jesus. You know, the cross provided us with the blood. So let the blood begin to mark you as one that is free, one that is set up for excellence, one that is set up for a future. Now, when we use the cross also as a noun, it means burden. You know, uh, God would invite us to carry our cross uh, and follow him, carry our burdens and follow him. And anyone who was Nailed to the cross. Anyone who uh, became a curse was nailed to the cross, and that cross took away that which became for us our sentence. So by the work of the cross, by the work of the cross, which is the blood, our lives are transformed. So I want to invite you to participate in the activity of the cross in this season and let the voice of the blood speak for you, speak for your house, speak for your region, and let it be an extremely engaging season where we see God deliver nations, deliver individuals, deliver homes, and bring his peace to dwell in our midst. We bless the name of our Lord for this season, and I'm excited about what God is going to do. Hey, where sin abounds, grace abounds more. <laughs> When it's dark, that's when light becomes brighter. So I, I, I know that God is going to show himself strong on your behalf and on our behalf. And the nations are going to experience the goodness of God, even in the land of the living. Amen. Now, I want you to write down these five things as we get ready to, to dive into uh, talking about uh, Hest praise, Andre has praise. Listen, every now and then, you know, we, yes, those of us that attend church, there's a segment of time that we have praise and worship, and, and that is, is usually uh, uh, spurred on by those minstrel psalmists that are gifted of God, and they come, and they, they, they encourage us, they take us to the throne of grace, but listen, it's because sometimes they are doing it, that's why we do it. You know, I, I don't see everyone drive out of his car singing songs and jumping into the, 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 the place of gathering. But you know, there's a time that is coming that is now that everyone needs to come up with their own praise. You know, you can't carry, you know, thank God I have Jeremy even in my house who who leads us in. Uh, praise and worship but guess what he doesn't knock my door in the morning and say dad let's sing some praise he keeps his guitar in his room he praises his God by himself I need to praise God myself every one of us needs to come up with their songs of praise everyone needs to learn how to praise the Lord in this time for praise is necessary praise is necessary for where you are going so I want to give you five things and we'll try and see how the Lord helps us to cover them number one is Jesus will come. Number one, Jesus will come. You know, as we call on him and we say, Hosanna, he comes, he shows up. Number two, he will live to fulfill scripture. Jesus doesn't just come, he lives to fulfill scripture. And I want you to add to that, so will you, so will I. I will live to fulfill scripture. Jesus comes, number one, but he will not only come, he will come to fulfill scripture, so will I. Number three, he faced his purpose with courage. You know, you're going to face this weak with courage. You're gonna face this year with courage. There is life after COVID-19. It's obvious there's life uh, uh, beyond uh, that which we are going through and we will face it with courage. Number four, there was something that happened. Lazarus was resurrected from the dead and Lazarus was a living testimony of what we're gonna go through. So number four, I want you to put out, there is a testimony already ahead of you. There is a testimony already ahead of you. And number five, praise is necessary for the journey. Praise is necessary for the journey. Now, we're going to read from the book of John, and uh, John chapter number 12, and we'll read from 9 to 19. But before we do that, let me just give you the backdrop. Uh, this is six days before the Passover, uh, six days before uh, when uh, Jesus uh, would have to be crucified. So for those of us who will say six days before crucifixion, uh, Jesus visits Bethany. And the visitation is, is, uh, is such an incredible occasion. So he visits and and there is a a party thrown out for him, and it was specifically in the house of a man called Simon the leper. Now, I'm not sure whether, you know, of course, if he's called Simon the leper, he probably has something to do with leprosy, but now uh, he's having uh, this uh, uh, meal with Jesus invited. But guess what? In part of the, uh, the guests who were invited w- was Lazarus. Lazarus was the guest of honor. Amazing. That day, even though Jesus was the center of attraction, uh, someone who had a testimony of resurrection was invited and he was a center. Then of course we have Martha who was serving. And the Bible is clear about noting that Martha was serving. Now in the midst of this party, someone comes in who is not necessarily on the high list of invitation. This is Mary, the woman we all know who broke the alabaster. She broke this alabaster and changed the atmosphere. She introduced worship. She introduced a prayer that was scheduling and prophesying about what was going to take place. Now, everyone who had come into that place had no clue what the pieces were all speaking about, but check this out. Then all of a sudden, we are introduced to Judas, uh, who begins to complain about uh, the cost of this uh, worship, the cost of this offering. Who tells you that serving God will not cost you? Who tells you that giving your best to God will not cost you? It didn't only cost her her, her perfume, it cost her, 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 her reputation. She began to receive criticism, but thank God that there is a praise that heaven endorses. There is a praise that men would, dis- would look down with disdain, but heaven endorses. And this woman's worship went down as a worship uh, that not only was recorded on earth, but was recorded in heaven and then was scheduled to be talked about. Jesus said, leave this woman alone for what she has done was prophesying concerning where I was going. Yes, I was going to go into a a, a challenging situation, but but the aroma of worship, the the fragrance of what I'm going to bring is gonna change the world. That by my death, life is going to come. By that which was expensive, that was broken, great smells were going to be released. The aroma that you couldn't help. I mean, everyone was infected by the aroma. You know, you may not be able to smell uh, uh, the dish from afar, but you couldn't help but be able to take in this aroma. And then uh, Jesus was saying that wherever the gospel is preached, like today, this woman would be made mention of. So think about it. Years down the road, may your sacrifice become part of the gospel of the Lord Jesus. May that which you invest in the kingdom, that which you do for Jesus, that which you give so that someone's life will be transformed. May it be continually preached. Those that are working and uh, are being put in arm's way because of uh, uh, your your profession. I pray that in the years to come your name will be mentioned in the saving grace of God, how God delivered someone when the were in the thralls of death how God set people free how God brought deliverance in the name of Jesus so this is all part of the backdrop that I want us to now enter into what we are about to read and I want you to be sitting at the edge of your seats literally as we delve into John chapter number 12 and from 19 now a great many of the Jews knew that he was there and they came not for Jesus' sake only, but they might also see Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. Now, I love something about God. He always does things in advance. He always schedules things way before he does them. So, for example... He, he made places before he made people. God would speak the word and then get us to come into the fulfillment of the word. So Jesus was going to be raised from the dead, but he needed to get resurrection to be evidenced amongst us. And it was a phenomenal that when the Resurrector met with the Resurrected, the Resurrected was more important than the Resurrector. You know, that's why sometimes you know, we give more credence to Jesus who rose from the dead than the Holy Spirit who rose Christ from the dead. That's why I'm always encouraging us in this season, can you allow the influence and the governance of the Holy Spirit to be active in your life? For it was Him who rose Christ from the dead that spirit of holiness will separate you from anything that is contrary to your future so verse 10 says but the chief priests plotted to put Lazarus to death also so they were not plotting just to kill Jesus they were plotting to kill Lazarus why he was evidence of the power of what Jesus was walking and 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 Demonstrating Now the scripture we're reading again is John chapter number 12 and from 9 to 19 and we are in uh, verse 10. Uh, verse 10 says, but the chief priest plotted to put Lazarus to death also. Verse 11, because on the account of him, many of the Jews went away and believed in Jesus. Listen, if you're listening, I want you to understand the evidence of Christ's work in your life is what people would use to believe that Jesus really is the governing force in your life. I pray that you have proof uh, that Jesus has done things for you. And in this season, we want to see proof. We want to walk in the midst of proof. Verse 12, the next day, a great multitude that had come to the feast, when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him, and cried out, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. Then Jesus, when he had found a young donkey, sat on it, as it is written, Fear not, daughter of Zion, behold, your King is coming, sitting on a donkey's coat. His disciples did not understand these things at first, but when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things were written about him and that had been done these things to him. Verse 17, therefore the people who were with Jesus, when he called Lazarus out of his tomb, and raised him from the dead, bore witness. For this reason, the people also met him, because they heard that he had done this sign. Verse 19, the Pharisees therefore said amongst themselves, you see that you are accomplishing nothing. Look, the world has gone after him. Verse 19, again, the Pharisees therefore said among themselves, you see that you are accomplishing nothing. Look, the world has gone after him. Now, now, why the statement? Because they saw unrehearsed praise break forth. Why that observation? Because they saw Unrehearsed praise. Can I get some people to give God some unrehearsed praise? Can I get some people to begin to praise the Lord? Listen, God has done things for you. Can you give God some unrehearsed praise? 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 praise? I want to say it one more time. Can you give your God some unrehearsed praise? As you drive down the highway, can you stick your hands out in the window and say, God, I give you praise for keeping me alive. As you mill around going for your walk, as you mill around your home, can you give God some unrehearsed praise? Can you give God some unrehearsed praise? Now we know that Jesus is going to come. We know that he's going to live to fulfill the scripture. So am I. We know that He's going to go to the cross and fulfill his agenda with courage, so are we. We know that there's going to be a living testament of his ability to raise us out of the doldrums just like Lazarus, and then we know that praise is necessary for the journey. Praise is necessary for the journey. So, it is at this point that, you know, uh, when uh, others were saying, uh, tell your disciples to keep quiet. Tell the people around to keep quiet. And Jesus said, listen, if these people keep quiet, the rocks will give unrehearsed praise. The, the, the trees will begin to give unrehearsed praise. I'm going to, I'm not going to allow the rocks to out me. I'm not going to allow anything else to out praise me. I testify that God has been good to me and i can give him praise that is on so jesus steps into uh this feast and everyone is excited that he's coming why He's coming as a savior. Can someone invite uh, the savior into their day? Can you invite the savior into your territory? Now, listen. Yeah. He came in a very unorthodox way. Now, these Jews were trusting that they would be set free from the Roman rule. He, he, he was he was thinking they were average person is thinking that he need to come in on the horse riding, but he comes in on the donkey. Why he comes in in peace and by peace brings deliverance. He comes in the way not of man but in the way of God. You know, God comes always in the opposite spirit. He comes to take care of that which would infect us by something that looks very different. So in this season, I want you to trust God coming in the opposite spirit. Where there is fear, I need you to employ faith. Where there is nothing, I want you to know that, that God has always has something to give. God always comes in the power that may confuse the enemy. You know, in this season, it looks like what can prayer do? Prayer can do a whole lot. What can, you know, uh, uh, some are saying, well, you know, uh, we need to do this and that and that. But listen, I want you to know that the the simple riding on a donkey was a very unorthodox way of getting praise. Pharisee's never thought that someone riding on a donkey would be so uh, 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 interesting to be to be uh, uh, applauded for clothes to be put on the ground. Listen, he was not riding in in, in on, on something that was extraordinary. He was riding on something that everyone who I mean, a donkey was not any animal that was not uh, uh, available in their time. It was, yes, you may say, well, not everyone had a donkey, but it wasn't that expensive. And he wasn't even riding the biggest of donkeys. He was riding a coat, meant it was a smaller donkey. So I want you to know that God can use the, the most insignificant things to make significant things. God can use your prayer. You are saying that, well, I'm not an apostle, but listen, God can use your prayer. You may say that I'm not such and such, but God. God can use your worship. You are saying that God, uh, uh, what can my little do? It can do so much. In this season, I deplore you to walk As a savior, come as a savior in the most unorthodox way. That child praying for the people in the hospitals will see tremendous power. You will see Jesus coming. I want to say that Jesus will come. He will come where there is weakness. He will show strong strength where there looks like he's not going to show up. He is going to show up. Number two, I want us to embrace the fact that you will not die but live to fulfill the will of God concerning you. I love it in Hebrews when it says about Jesus that he came according to the volumes of the books written concerning him. Now I want you to also look at Psalm 139. This is your turn now. It says that uh, you saw my body as it was formed. All the days planned for me were written in your book before one day, before I was one day old. God, your thoughts are precious to me they are so many. God has got so many thoughts. They are precious. They are so many. But the thing in Psalm 139 verse 16 says that they are written in the book. That, that before I became a day old, there was a record of my life. You are not going to die. You are not going to be taken out. I want you to know that there, there is a uh, Scripture concerning your life. There is a word concerning your life and just like Jesus lived to fulfill the volumes of the books so will you so will I and I want you to say in this season in this time where where men and women are afraid to live I want you to be one that is confident and proclaim I will not die but live. Those of you that will have to face the COVID-19 as you go to work them that are sick that you are attending to them I want you to proclaim the word of God Over your life That you would live to declare You would live to declare You would tell the story Of how you saw The deliverance of God You will tell the story From your end In the name of Jesus now, I want to say that, uh, uh, you know, a uh, Prophet Jeremiah also was sent to, to go preach, and he was so scared, and God said, wait a minute, I need to tell you something. He says, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Before, you know, I want to call your before into into, into action now. Before you face COVID-19, God had recorded your life, your future, and I I want to say to you that you will, you would live to fulfill everything written concerning you. I would live to fulfill. David said, I will not die, but live. Can I hear someone say, I would live to fulfill. I will live to fulfill. I will live to fulfill. You are living so that you will fulfill. You are not living so you die. You are living so you establish the will of God in heaven on earth. Let his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The books don't lie. That which is written is written and we will fulfill that which has been recorded of the Lord. Now how are we going to do it on Monday morning? How are we going to do it on Wednesday morning? How are we going to do it on Thursday morning? We're going to face our day with courage. We are going to be courageous. I remember the man Joshua. He was told to take this huge number of people. He had followed his mentor and his mentor was no more and God was telling him I need you to take over the trip. I need you to take these people. I've given them an inheritance and I need you to take them and give them according as I have promised every one of them. But I know you You are scared but I want you to understand that courage is the ingredient you need. I came to tell someone get up Monday morning with courage. Get up on Tuesday with courage. Wednesday go, go wherever you need to go with courage Thursday wake up from your bed if you are with your children having to do homeschool that is scaring you courage do that which you need to do can I hear someone say I will face my purpose with courage can I hear someone say I will live with courage he said to Joshua several times be courageous be courageous I remember when the disciples were threatened not to preach in the name. They gathered and said, God, just give us boldness. Just give us boldness. Lady... Gentlemen, leader listening to me, young child, young boy listening to me, I want you to know that courage will make you do what you have to do. When you don't feel like doing it, receive courage from the Lord, receive the boldness of the Lord. When the spirit of God comes upon us, we enter in with boldness. We will not die, but live. We would not die, but live. Can someone say thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I see Jesus saying to the master, Jesus saying to his father, ah, you know, do you have a plan B? The father said, listen, we've talked about this already. You have raised Lazarus from the dead. You you have proof of that which is going to happen. It's already settled. And Jesus said, not my will, but your will be done. He gets up and he wakes his disciples. He says, guys, it's time to go face the cross. We're going to do it courageously. We're going to do it knowing that we know the end from the beginning. It's going to be painful but it's going to be rewarding. It's going to be challenging, but it's going to bring victory. I want you to know that in the midst of the pain, in the midst of the challenging times, there is victory at the end. So arise and walk in courage. Number four, we see Lazarus uh, as an example of resurrection. You know, David could not have talked about the delivering power of God without connecting the fact that He saw what God did with him when he defeated the lion. He saw what God did with him when he delivered him from the bear and therefore he looked at Goliath and said, Goliath, you're going to be just as whipped up just as the lion was and the bear because the same God is with me. Listen, God needs you in this season to dust off your testimonies. Is there anyone watching? Is there anyone listening who can say that I am proof of resurrection? Some of us, our lives, when we look back, it's just like we were dead and we've been raised from the dead. Some of us, were not going anywhere. We didn't have a future and he came into our life and and now look at us. We look like people that knew all along what to do. No sir, no ma'am. It's just proof that Christ is alive. It's just proof of his resurrection. Some of us look like we, we 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 look so dignified, but it's all because you were resurrected from the dead no one was concerned about lazarus he was not a big name in his town bethany knew lazarus as just one of the people on the census but when he was resurrected from the dead all of a sudden he had become a celebrity some of us are celebrities now because of the resurrection and god is saying that i want to demonstrate before i do for others that i can do what i'm about to do you know before Jesus was born, Mary had an issue when the angel visited Mary and said, listen, you're going to carry a baby that it's not normal. The birth is not normal. But just in case, just in case you're having issues, someone in your own family, Come on. Elizabeth, the one who was called barren, yep. She is six months pregnant. Now we are, we know by we know uh, medically that six months you have passed the danger zone. Now we are talking about someone who should not be carrying a baby at that age, and the resurrection power had kicked in, and so the angel was saying to Mary, Mary, listen, in your own house. In your own house, there is evidence that I can do the impossible. Now, I came to say to someone, I came to say to someone that the power of God, the power of God is available. The power of God is available to bring transformation. The power of God is available to heal in this season. Listen, we testify in this house that last week someone got healed of the symptoms uh, and, and God delivered them so I am saying to you that if God can do it for someone who was listening someone who prayed along by the power of the Holy Spirit God delivered them, the same God will deliver you. So if you are watching, if you are symptomatic, I want you to know that the same God, the same God, listen, I may be coming your way by by the way of a donkey, but it's the same God. I may be coming your way in a way that does not look like I I have all these gloves on or these uh, marks on. I don't have any injection, but I have the power that rose Christ from the dead. I have the power that rose Lazarus from the dead I have the power That healed Lynn last week yes. From COVID-19 yes. I have the power that same is still power. speaking yes. That same power So if you are sick in your body I want you to trust God with me Even yes. as we engage in prayer That that same Jesus that came Is coming to you Amen, Amen. That's God. Hallelujah. Now the last thing I want us to the last thing I want us to, to to get into is praise is necessary for the journey. Yes, praise is necessary for the journey praise is necessary. You know, Jesus was about to take this journey. You know, a week from now he was going to be a, a week from now he was going to be crucified. And and he couldn't he couldn't go without praise. He couldn't go without praise. I came to say to you, you you need praise. You know, you know when I was thinking about it, it just hit my spirit that this thing looks like a sandwich. There's going to be praise before, there's going to be challenges in between, but there's sure going to be praise after. So come on guys, let us learn how to do some unrehearsed praise. You know what? When God does incredible things, you come up with a dance that you never rehearse. When God does things for you. You're lifting up your hands. It's not choreographed. It's just for laundry. You bow your knees not because someone is saying bow down. You just do it because you are standing before omnipotence. You are standing in the presence of holiness. You are standing in the presence of the extraordinary God that does extraordinary things. Can I end- uh, endear your heart that, listen, it's time for you to do some unrehearsed praise. Why don't you try it right now? Jesus says, I need them to praise me I need the praise to go on I need to hear the praise going on I need to hear that the praises of God are possible that the praises of God make us do what it takes our minds off the confusion and puts our minds back where it needs to be let the praise of God be in your mouth may everything that has breath praise the Lord let everything that is in you begin to praise the Lord Hosanna can someone wave their hands Can someone celebrate victory? Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna in the highest. This week is a forecast of great things that are about to happen. This week is a forecast of extraordinary things that are about to take place. And I say, Hosanna. I say, Hosanna. I say, Hosanna "Hosanna." "Hosanna." in the highest. Hallelujah. Listen, I, I want you to... I want you to arm yourself with some Hosanna. I want you to arm yourself with some praise as you go to work on Monday. I want you to arm yourself with some praise as you go to work on Tuesday. I want you to know that, I just want to remind you that Hosanna uh, means save now. Uh, It says help now. now. It means uh, save us as we pray. So we're not talking about postponed salvation. We're not talking about delayed salvation. We are saying, save us now. Ah, Can someone say, Hosanna? Hosanna. Can someone say, Hosanna? Can someone say, Hosanna? Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. Hosanna. And I want to thank God as we pray now. We pray. Can we all join hearts uh, in one accord? Let's ask the Lord to to send help uh, to anyone that is dealing with Part of the pandemic, anyone that is in arms way, anyone that is affected, anyone that has become symptomatic, we want to say, Help now! Help now! Hosanna to the King! Hosanna to Jesus! Help now! Help now! Help now! In the name of Jesus! Help! help Help now! Send help now! Send help now! Now, Holy Spirit, we ask you, we ask you to set your government upon us. Set your government upon us. Release your healing power. Release that power that rose Christ from the dead. You who dwells in us, release that power to transform our lives. We release the power to them that are working in the field. We declare that they will work in courage. They will work in confidence. They will work in hope. We say that we will account for them and none of them will be missing. None of them will lose their lives. We say that in this week, we will see the turn around. We will see the turn around in nations of that which God is able to do. Let the blessings of God visit every life, visit every hospital, visit every community in the name of Jesus. And now we rebuke the spirit of COVID-19. We bind you, virus. We declare that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, and all that dwelling, including you. We bring you under submission. We declare that you would not, you would not traumatize us. You would not cause us to be out of sync. We come and with unrehearsed praise. We praise our God for he's a deliverer. We praise our God for his provision. We praise our God that is able to do that which no man can do and therefore we release the peace of god into your lives everyone that is sick receive healing right now in the name of jesus receive the peace of god right now in the name of jesus and let praise be bursting forth in your life let your lungs be free to praise god let your organs be free to praise god let everything within you praise the Lord. I declare that your body will not die but it will live to declare the praise of God. Become an evidence like Lazarus. Become an evidence like Lazarus. In Jesus name. Amen. We thank God. We thank God for every one of you. We thank God for this time. I I trust that the God who has called us For such a time would get glory out of our lives. Get glory out of your life. And may his praises be continually sung wherever you are. So I release you from fear into faith. I release you from confusion into unrehearsed praise. May the sound of praise be in your house. May the sound of praise be in, in, in your environment. May the sound of praise be in the hospital. May the sound of praise be in the streets. I see it. We, we, we give in praise to the Lord. We glorify God for his goodness. We bless him. We honor him in Jesus' name. And everyone will say amen amen we just want to say thank you so much for being part of that which god is doing with us and uh, we want to give you a shout out to everyone in the nations that are tuning in from africa from uh, you know places like tanzania places like nigeria uh kenya wherever you are we bless you we give a shout out to to ireland we give a shout out to the uk uh we give a shout out to the US of A Uh, we give a shout out to those in Canada watching and we bless everyone those in Mexico we bless the nations those in Australia that have tuned in we bless you as well and we just thank God for his kindness his goodness that in this season God is doing things that we never thought God will do but behold our God behold he who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above that which we can ask or imagine And we give Him praise. We give Him glory. And everyone would say, Hallelujah "Hallelujah and Hosanna. Today is the day for Hosanna. Today is the day for Hosanna. So we bless the name of the Lord. We bless the name of the Lord. And I just want to remind uh, those uh, of us who tune in later, uh, uh, we're starting a fast at 6 p.m. tonight. And we'll be praying around the watches. You can always visit the website, myhouseofworship.org uh, and hit the prayer information tab and you would have uh, the prayer guides and we're praying around the uh, watches so from 6 p.m. we'll pick up again at 9 p.m. and then 12 midnight and then we'll go back to 6 a.m. 9 3 uh, 12 noon 3 p.m. and 6 again The only time we will not gather corporately to pray is at 3 a.m. That does not mean that when you are woken by 3 a.m. to pray, you don't. Uh, This is just the corporate times, all right? So we're keeping the watches, and uh, we're trusting God to do incredible things as uh, um, we're looking to see a change and a transformation in our lives and in our communities. Uh, This is not all about COVID-19. There is life after COVID-19 and God's name will be glorified. So thank you one more time. And for those of us in House of Worship, uh, we're going to be going into our, uh, our fellowship uh, um, rooms. Uh, that's, uh, the link is sent on Zoom uh, so we can uh, have fellowship with one another. And God bless you. Uh, thank God for you. Thank you for uh, tuning in. And uh, we'll be back on Wednesday at 7 and then on Good Friday we'll also have a service at 6pm so we want to invite you to be part of it and uh, so see you on Wednesday we love you, we, we thank God for you and we miss you and we, we're looking forward to having fellowship in person but for now we, virtual hugs uh, virtual hugs God bless you Amen. Thank you for listening to the House of Worship podcast. We hope you enjoyed this message and were blessed by it. For more information, visit us at our website at www.myhouseofworship.org. Thank you and have a blessed day.